missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app. Maybe this will refresh your memory. Since 2008, the morning sickness with Brian, Gene, and Shaw have been your wake-up specialists. Like old times, huh? Now it's time to take a look back. Go way back. It's the Monday morning throwback. Every Monday morning from the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston. Got to get back in time with the Monday morning throwback brought to you by the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston. Again, happy birthday to Brenda. Up there at the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop. We'll talk to her on the phone in just a little bit. But uh, cheesecakes and Meatball Monday, Shaw. Meatball Sub. Mm, good way to start the week. Delicious. Always. Uh, I think this was 2014. And before he became the mayor of Lacrosse, very important person, he was just a lowly newsman <laughs> filling in for Scott Robert Shaw. And before that, he was a male model. What? Mm-hmm. Mitch Reynolds was a male model. And one day when he was filling in for you, Shaw, here on the morning sickness, I had a unique modeling opportunity <laughs> that appeared on Craigslist that I wanted to share right. with Mitch Reynolds. And that is where this comes from. I saw today in the gigs section of the lacrosse uh, Craigslist that there are any in Green Bay. That will be in lacrosse recruiting male models for an adult fetish website scheduled to launch this July. Well, the website will feature ordinary guys showing off their athletic shoes, dirty socks and bare feet. (laughs) In order to be considered, you must be between the ages of 18 and 30. You may already be disqualified. You're probably older than 30, aren't you? A little older than 30. I think you could bend the rules a little bit. I mean, because you're in shape. You're and you've got experience. You're a former male model, right? Must be agreeable to being photographed fully clothed and nude. Photo shoots will take place uh, at their satellite office here in Lacrosse, or they can send a photographer to a location of your choosing. Yes. You will get paid $400 after the completion of the first photo shoot. Each subsequent photo shoot, you'll be paid a rate of $700 per shoot. I don't know if Mitch went in for that gig. <laughs> I want to see the pictures. But if he did, I'm sure the pictures are still out there on the internet. But uh, your mayor. With a unique modeling opportunity. If you want to hear that, by the way, in its entirety, you can go to the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com or go to the Morning Sickness page on the 957therock app. Mitch Reynolds filling in for Scott Robert Shaw and uh, didn't like talking about his male modeling days. Uh-huh. I think he took the photo from the Wisdom Studio before he left. The shirtless Mitch Reynolds the shirt- photo. Oh, yeah. The one where he looks like a real... <clears throat> Adonis. Yeah, he's Greek god, you know? I mean, he's... He took it with him? I think so, yeah. yeah. The boss and I were having a discussion about that recently. It could have been used for, you know, illicit purposes at some well, point. Blackmail, maybe? Right. You know, I mean, like, hey, I got these, uh, you want a shirtless pick of the mayor? <laughs> <laughs> Five bucks. But if you want to hear uh, the rest of that, again, on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com, the Monday morning throwback brought to you by the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. Morning sickness, Brian and Gene on the phone with Jen and Sakan from Rod's Ride on Power Sports, which is where the 19th annual Chad Erickson Memorial Thunder Ride leaves from the 24th, and the ride will end up at Timmer's 10 Mile Pub. Going to be food, going to be drinks, going to be prizes, going to be music, and there's going to be giveaways and all sorts of other stuff. 
And uh, tell me uh, quickly what the uh, ride is actually for. We say juvenile diabetes, but what does that mean? So the ride is actually uh, to help these families and help these kids in our local area pay for stuff like insulin, testing strips, uh, their medication, stuff like that. Hospital stays uh, when these kids end up in the hospital, when their sugars get too high or get too uh, low, and oftentimes those costs are incredibly high. So what the Thunder Ride does is it allows um, funds to go to these families for monetary things like that. Yeah, we've heard over the last few years, you know, the price of insulin increasing like 800%, which is just it's crazy. insane. Insane. And the, and the Thunder Ride's been doing this for a very long time. We've been partnering with you guys for a very long time. It's a great... Uh, ride that benefits families right here in our area and it's next Saturday it's this Saturday actually already and so how do people get involved how do they sign up how do they uh, experience the day so like Jen was telling you the ride is on July 24th so you still have time to go out and register online it's at thunderride.org and everything that you need, like all the information about the ride is on there. You can register right on the page. Now, if people want to register in person the day of the ride, can they do that at Rod's Ride on Power Sports? Absolutely. They can come to the dealership starting at 7.30 in the morning, and we'll do registration up until 9.30, and then kickoff is at 10 a.m. Yeah, always a great time, but it's not just motorcycles, too. I want to I wanna remind people that. You know, similar to our ride, everybody's welcome. If you've got a car or if you've got a classic vehicle or, or anything that you want to ride uh, in for the for the Thunder Ride, you certainly can join in, correct? Yes. We don't discriminate on vehicles. And then at the after event will be at Timmers, uh, Jen was mentioning, and that's where you'll be doing all sorts of things, raffles and entertainment and food and drink and, and goodwill. Absolutely. There will also be a live auction, and we are – live auctioning a incredible prize at the end of the day. Do you want to give us a hint on what that's going to be? or No, it's a surprise. Okay, yeah. I've, I've actually conducted your live auction for a number of years in the past, and there's always some great stuff, whether it's the pies um, that are made or whether it's, uh, you know, they, they've done uh, some of those dogs in the past that went for a lot, top dollar. So uh, always some great items, you know, whatever that might be at, at the live auction after the rides over at Timmer's 10 Mile Pub. But Thunderride.org is where people can go uh, if they want to find out more information and register for the 19th annual Chad Erickson Memorial uh, Thunder Ride, which, uh, of course, goes down this Saturday. Yes. Thanks for joining us, ladies. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw, giving you the best they've got. <laughs> no, really. You in a good mood this morning? Yeah, I am. Gene? Yeah, I'm all right. Gene's very stressed, as she always is. What's up? But uh, let's say you're in a bad mood. Okay. Right? And you're at home or wherever, and you want to get into a better mood. What do you eat? What's the food you reach for mm. to put you into a better mood, Shaw? Oh, boy. Taco Doritos. Yeah. Now that they're back, you yep. can get them whenever you want. Mm-hmm. Instantly puts you in a better mood, though, right? right? Yeah. You're like, damn, these are good. Mm-hmm. What was I mad about? Nothing. <laughs> Gene, chocolate. Yeah, I was... Those uh, espresso balls. Uh, Chocolate-covered espresso beans, probably. Love those things. So a little kick of caffeine, a little, little bit of sugar, yep. a little bit of sweetness, all the things, right? Uh, a recent study looked ice into cream. the foods... Oh. Ice cream. Can't go wrong with ice cream. A uh, recent study looking into the foods that people think make them feel better. And uh, no no surprise here, none of them are good for you, Shaw. No, of they're course all, not. They're all, yeah. yeah. So I eat this food, I feel better. Yeah, none of uh, them are healthy. At least most of them are not healthy. Uh, 
Milk chocolate, number one. Mm-hmm. Dark chocolate, number two. Coffee, number three. I can see coffee being that high because, you know, you wake up, maybe you're grumpy. You don't know yeah, why. Yeah. You feel like, just kind of take it for granted, I guess. Bad night. At, right. You, it's just part of your day almost. Right. You know what I mean? But think about how oh. that first sip of coffee. If I like, didn't have it, I'd be angry. Like, oh, God damn. You know what I mean? Especially you get that that mm-hmm. creamer and coffee mm-hmm. combination, mm-hmm. right, Shaw? Yep. And, you know, at 100% you, and it's hot and it, it just, you know, warms up the mm-hmm. vocal cords and the smell and. Yeah, I can Get see. You going. I can see coffee. It's it. It is kind of a forgotten thing, though, right? You, you I don't know. just seek it out. It just is there. You know right. what I mean? Uh, ice cream at number four. Chocolate biscuits. I don't know what the hell. English people. That's cookies. Yeah. Yeah. So some sort of cookie. Uh, cake at number six. Just <laughs> I'm, mad. I'm mad. Give me cake. Now I'm not mad. Uh, bananas at number seven. What? I think the ease of eating a f- a food that's good for you. I, that's part it has of a reason. lot of vitamins that actually can make you feel better. Yeah. Well, the reason I like banana shaw is because if I if I'm trying to eat healthy by eating fruits and vegetables, a banana is the most simple thing to eat. Mm-hmm. You just peel the the skin off and then bam, you're eating it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some of the other stuff, you know, it's just it's a lot of work to get into that it's stuff. Loaded sometimes. with potassium and uh, bananas. Number seven, tea at number eight. Yeah. Uh, looks like berries at number nine, pizza at number ten, way down the list. Way, that's way too far. I feel down better the eating list. pizza. Way uh, too far. Down I, the list. I I would swap out chocolate biscuits yeah. with uh, with pizza. I would certainly move that way up the list. Uh, I would even move milk chocolate and dark chocolate further down the list, Sean. Move uh, pizza up there. Beer or uh, some sort of alcoholic beverage at number eleven. Twelve is red wine. Thirteen is chips. Oh, chips would be in my top five. Mm, me too. Cheese They're at number. So easy. Cheese at number 14. Oh, come on. This obviously wasn't taken in Wisconsin, this poll. Uh, number 18, by the way, is bacon. That's got to be in the top 10. Yeah, I would I would move a lot of these around uh-huh. if, it were my, uh, if it were my list. But, uh, yeah, number 18, bacon. Way down on the list. But uh, foods that boost your mood, according to a recent survey, and, and somehow berries are at number nine. <laughs> are they Sherry's berries? <laughs> Get some friggin' berries for the friggin' person in your life. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm going a piece of pizza, ice chips. cold beer, some yeah. chips. Oh, man, yep. chips. That's I, my list, too. You give me chips, and I'm I'm a happy boy. The hard part is, like, you know, you get to halfway through the Stopping. bag, and you're like, listen, you fat piece <laughs> of turd. Stop eating. No, I want more chips. They're so good. Just one more. Yeah, right? And you're looking at them like, oh, they're little. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Little chips. What's a bag? A million calories, probably. Right. My salt. 16 servings. My I mean, sodium. No my sodium for the rest of the week. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. That is a cover song of a Prince tune that was obviously made famous by Sinead O'Connor. And I would say that Sinead did the best version of that, Shaw. Mm-hmm. Although that one we just heard was very good as well. Chris does an amazing job. I would say that both the Chris Cornell version and the Sinead O'Connor version are better than the Prince version. That's not a slight on Prince. He's an amazing mm-hmm. artist, or was. But uh, sometimes a cover song can be better than the original. Sometimes. It's rare. But uh, there is a new list out there from uh, Far Out Magazine. That uh, put together a list of covers that might be better than the original. And some of them I agree with and some of them I just don't get. Number five on the list is Jolene by Dolly Parton. Know the song quite well, don't we, Shaw? Mm -hmm. Jolene, Jolene. Don't take him just because you can, right? Mm -hmm. Who's stealing Dolly Parton's man? (laughs) Some girl named Jolene, apparently. But great song. 
Uh, not really in my wheelhouse. Not something I'm choosing to listen to. But they think Far Out Magazine. Maybe they're called Far Out for a Far reason. Far Out, man. They think that the White Stripes version of Jolene. Did you know they did a version of Jolene? <laughs> it's not good. Listen closely. I can't Give do me it. some Dolly. Give me back the Dolly. I just, I like the White Stripes. I like Jack White. I think I he's do talented. I do too. He's very talented. But that's that, not great. That is. That's that, not great. No, mm-hmm. not good. That was number five on their list, by the way. Uh, number four on the list of the uh, of the cover songs that might be better than the original, according to Far Out Magazine, is Nirvana, The Man Who Sold the World, originally done by David Bowie. This is good though. That I is think, I, that's I think the problem here is a lot of people didn't know this was a cover song. Yeah, they for a long time. I think people thought this was a song that Nirvana wrote because it sounds like a Nirvana song. And this was of course from their uh, MTV Unplugged show. And great job. I Can we have both? <laughs> can we have both cuz this is the David Bowie version. Very similar. We're watching, by the way, speaking of Bowie, my wife and I are watching this uh, I Love Pop documentary series on Netflix. And in one of the episodes, it was about auto-tune, and they talk about how there aren't any real singers anymore because they use these effects to, you know, make themselves sound better. And there was a guy that produced four of David Bowie's albums, and he said 80 to 85% of the time, Bowie would come in, he would sing one take, and it would be perfect. I believe it. He said, that's how good Bowie was. And it, it blew my mind because I never knew that he was that good of a singer. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he's a great artist, talented, but I can see why people would take Nirvana. Kurt's got that real needy mm-hmm. sound and quality to his voice. And Bowie's got this sort of, you know, spaceman thing going on. So British, obviously, the accent there. But uh, people uh, in Far Out Magazine think that Nirvana's cover of The Man Who Sold the World is better than David Bowie's. That's number uh, four on their list. Number three on the list. I got to agree with this one, Shaw. Jeff Buckley's version of Hallelujah, way better. Really? Than the original. Than Leonard Cohen? Way better. No. Not by Absolutely not. Buckley just chills every time I hear it. Yeah, but not better. I would say it's better. And that's not to say that Leonard Cohen's not good. I just, for me. Leonard's is haunting. It's got that oof. Maybe that it's because of emptiness to it. Maybe you know? it's because of the death thing. You know what I mean with Buckley, right, Shaw? And maybe there's sort of that yeah. like. Great song, either way. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a secret chord that David played, and it pleased the Lord. Leonard Cohen's version. Uh-huh. Gene, you're saying this is better. Yeah, there's something about that deepness of that voice and that almost like hollow sounding mm-hmm. that is just, oh, it's haunting. Again, I feel like when I listen to Buckley's version of it, there's a need in his voice. You know what I mean? There's yeah, that but right sort here, of, where he. The drums and the drums and the, yeah. make it. The background thing, too. I think Buckley sang it without a background uh, or a backing vocals, right, Shaw? I don't think Buckley's version mm-hmm. had that. But uh, I'm not saying Leonard Cohen's version isn't good or great. I'm just saying. Uh, right. That, me, you like I, that cover. Yeah. I would just, uh, I would take uh, Buckley's cover. Uh, this one is hard because I love Nine Inch Nails. 
And this is such a depressing and deep and emotional song. Just watched this video the other day with my wife. I wanted her to see it. It's so powerful. She's never seen the Cash version or the Nine Inch Nails version? I, no, the Cash version, yeah. Well, Cash, obviously, the man in black, at the end of his life, you know what I mean? And I think maybe that the mystique of that wraps into his version of Nine Inch Nails' Hurt. It almost sounds autobiographical when he sings it, especially with that video that shows all those old clips of him and... Well, and there's no melody to his voice. It's just, I hurt my... And he's really, like you said, sort of just dictating his life to you. Mm -hmm. And it's got that country twang, obviously, to the guitar. And the video is depressing as hell. Yeah, but it's really good. It's powerful. It works so well. Yeah, I think Johnny... I hurt myself today. He's still got it, man. I know. He's like old and gray. Yeah, he's he's almost dead when he recorded One foot in the casket, and he's just... Just kicking ass, man. I you know, Johnny Cash, you know. The pain. And you can see him when he's singing, too. It's almost like he's thinking about the lyrics and like, man, I had a rough life. Mm-hmm. Man, I had some good times. But So they say uh, number two on their list, Far Out Magazine, of covers that might be better than the original is Johnny Cash's version of Hurt. Yeah, it's Originally awesome. done by Nine Inch Nails. Mm-hmm. Number one on the list, Shaw, according to Far Out Magazine. You want to take a stab at it? You should know it. Really? Oh, yeah. The guy uh, you love. Is it signs? No, but I do appreciate the Tesla version better than the five man electrical mm-hmm, bands. Mm-hmm, that that mm-hmm. that original version was bad. It was bad. Tesla really spiced it up, made it nice. Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You're listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. But uh number one on the list according to Far Out magazine. Oh, I know. We're gonna go all along the watchtower. Yeah. That became Jimmy's song, you know? And, again, Bob Dylan, not to take anything away from him, but it's just, Jimmy just owns this song. Uh Obviously, Bob Dylan, great. Again, one of the greatest of all time, but you get this beginning with the drums, and it really, like, just sets the scene for what's about to happen. Uh And then Jimmy's guitar is unbeatable. Yeah. And he just gives it to you right away, too. And that's, you know, again, it's a lot of personal preferences, obviously, but it's hard to debate Jimmy. Mm-hmm. I've got a list of songs that I would put on that. You can read them on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com or on the 957 The Rock. There are a ton of cover songs out there that are better than the originals. Plenty of lists. Mine, uh, the few that I'd, I'd put on the list are on the Morning Sickness page. Mm-hmm. One that I would add, Shaw, is uh, Easy by Faith No More. One of my favorite songs of all time. That's not to say that Lionel Richie and the Commodores aren't great and that their version isn't wonderful, but Mike Patton's just got something in that vocal quality of his. I just love it. And their version of Easy, like Sunday Morning, is very, very good. You got any that you'd add, Shaw? I do. I have one. Um, the song Hard to Handle by the Black Crows. That was probably their biggest hit. A lot of people thought that was an original. It was not. That was originally done by Otis Redding, actually. But I would give the nod to the huh. Black I Crows. I've, I don't think I've ever heard the Otis Redding version of that. I'll have to check that mm-hmm. out. But yeah, Black Crows. I'm a hippie, apparently, because I like the Black Crows. <laughs> no. You, you said that. You hypnotized me. Gene, you got anything you want to add to the list? Me and Bobby McGee. Janis Joplin's mm-hmm. version? Yeah. 
It's yeah. like, was did someone do it first? Yeah. Well, again, <laughs> they did. Yeah. It was but, Chris Christopherson song, I think. Uh, well, I know it was a country, like I don't, like a one-hit wonder almost, but I, I did anybody do it before Janice? Check it out on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. Cover songs that might be better than the original. Uh, I've got a couple that I added on there, plus you can see some of the list that we just read. And uh, Shaw wants to put the Black Crows yep. with Hard to Handle on there. And Gene says uh, Janis Joplin, and me and Bobby McGee. Yeah, that was a Chris Christopherson song originally. Was it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Look at you being a fountain of knowledge in there. I just had to check it, but I was right. I was right. Sorry. So what did Mary think, by the way, of the Johnny Cash? Uh, powerful. I mean, hauntingly powerful. It's it's just really, it's hard to watch in a way, but it's you can't look away. Yeah, it's uh, it's daunting because, like you said, it sounds like... He's reading a autobiographical song. You know yeah, what I mean? He's I really like. Then they throw the video clips in there of him as a young person. And... Oh, somebody says Fleetwood Mac, the chain covered by Tantric. Oof. No. Oh no. 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 I think I think mm, we can all sorry. agree you're wrong. No. <laughs> you can like it. I'm not saying that you can't. I'm just saying I don't think it's there's. I doubt there's anybody in the world that would think the Tantric's version of the chain is better than Fleetwood Mac. Than Fleetwood Max. <laughs> uh oh. Dude, that might be my favorite Fleetwood Mac song. You are really somebody. good. Hey, did you know Blinded by the Light was really the... Manfred Mann? Yeah, it wasn't their song. Springsteen. Springsteen, yeah. He wrote it and, and yeah. Huh. It's crazy how many songs are cover tunes. That, I would I didn't know that. I thought, yeah. Okay. Uh, Chris, by the way, texted in, said, can we bring up I Prevail cover Taylor Swift? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> uh, Dennis, Fire and Iron, Blinded by the Lights is Manfred Mann. Yeah. Better than Bruce Springsteen, yeah. 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 I didn't know that was a Springsteen tune. Adam from Winona said, Moni Moni, Billy Idol. Oh, yeah. So he covered it, but who did it originally? Do we know? Uh, I did know. I, off the top of my head, I can't remember. Yeah. But yeah, I would I would say Billy Idol's version is probably the most well-known. I don't know if it's better than the original, because I don't think I've ever... Stating the obvious here, somebody texted in, Simple Man, Leonard Skinner versus Shinedown. I don't think Shinedown's version's better. No. They're they're great. I it's think. good. It's really really good. But I give me give me Skinner's version any day of the week mm-hmm. and twice on Sunday. Shaw, Tommy James and the Shondells did Money Money originally. Oh yeah, all right, okay, <laughs> thanks. I really remember that one now. Yeah. Again, check out uh, the cover songs that might be better than the original online. Go to the Morning Sickness page at ninety five seven Rock dot com. Not awesome. Not great. The best is yet to come. Better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Right now, somebody's working. They're over at Catholic Charities, and that's Shannon. How are you? I'm just fine. Thank you so much. Now, you guys are working hard because kids got to go back to school, and you've got to collect a bunch of stuff for them, like backpacks and folders and pencils and pens and all that stuff. Tell me about this back-to-school program that you guys, we've been working with you for a couple of years now on this. Tell me about the program. Yeah, so we, it's a program that serves all kids throughout the La Crosse area, and normally we serve around 1,000 students a year, so um, right now we're at about not even a quarter of that um, signed up. So we are looking for people to sign up and donations to come in so we can help all these students. Yeah, I, I, I know typically it's about 750 kids that need you know, it costs, what is the average cost? I mean, I, I just know I buy a lot of things every year. And it, But what is, do you guys have that figured out? What's the average cost for a parent to send a kid back to school with what they need to be successful? 
you know, we would like to think it's about $25, but the last time I looked at backpacks, $25 is about the cost of a backpack. So probably closer to 50 or, or more than that per child. Per child, right. So this back-to-school program, people can donate those items if they want to get specific and say, hey, you know what, I really like art and I'm going to buy some markers and pens and pencils. But they can also just donate to your GoFundMe that will allow you guys to buy in bulk and maybe save some dollars to get those kids what they need. AroundRiverCity.com is a direct link. Tell me about the organizations that are working together because this is kind of amazing that there's so many teams of people trying to help our kids. Yeah, we have. We partnered with, of course, Midwest Family Broadcasting, but then also Lacrosse County Health and Human Services. We partner with Boys and Girls Club, uh, Salvation Army, the YMCA. This year is a new one. Um, you know, we're just all working together to try to get kids back to school. That's pretty amazing. That's pretty amazing that all those organizations mm-hmm. are reaching out to these families in our area to make sure the kids have what they need to be successful in a post-pandemic school year. Looks like it's going to be somewhat quote-unquote normal. And if you'd like Mm -hmm. to help out with any donations of actual items, you can find out more at aroundrivercity.com. And if you'd like to just donate cash so you guys can buy in bulk and get these kids what they need, again, aroundrivercity.com. Thanks, Shannon. We appreciate our partnership and and helping these kids, you know, get ready for school. Thank you so much for having me. Our pleasure. Shannon from Catholic Charities joining us on the phone this morning to talk about their back-to-school program. Again, all the information online at aroundrivercity.com. Let's put on a show. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. But let's be honest. Shaw's the real star of the show. Stick it up the butt. It's summertime, summertime, some, some, summertime, 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 some, some, summertime. Tips you can use all summer long. Here's a tip. And just the tip. Whoa. It's the summer party tip. Every Wednesday morning between Memorial Day and Labor Day. Welcome to summer. And only on the morning sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Summer! Summer party tip each and every Wednesday here on the Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock between Memorial and Labor Day. This week, Shaw, giving you some tips from yours truly. Tips I have learned over the last almost 15 years of hosting a rather large gathering at my own residence. Started out when my wife and I were still renting an apartment way back in the day. We were just dating. And uh, it was just a couple of my friends in the backyard and a couple of beers, some chips, some dips, nothing fancy, no no nothing, no band, no nothing. But chips, we, uh, dip. Mm. Was there bacon on your one? Uh, I don't even remember. Mm. I'm sure there was at some point somewhere, but uh, not to the level that right. we, we have now. Uh, now it's become a thing where I cook 20 to 30 pounds of bacon, and it's usually the first thing gone from the table. <laughs> uh, but I've learned uh, several things over the years, okay. and here are some of the tips I can give you, Shaw, if you're going to host a... A little get-together at your house. Number one, shade. Got to have shade in the summertime. Now, we've been lucky enough to have a a couple of 10x10s, you know, the Uh pop-up canopies. My buddy Eric, though, has got one of those giant 20x10 canopies, and that thing has been a lifesaver. We've been lucky to avoid any major weather problems over the years. We've had a few years where it's been a little cloudy, maybe a little drizzly, but uh, that also provides some protection from the elements if you're outdoors. But the shade is important. You know, I'm a a ginger. I like to be in the shade. Mm -hmm. And obviously, we have our party late in August where it's still hot and having that uh, reprieve, if you will, from the sunshine and the weather, uh, very important. 
another thing you got to have seats, lots of seats. We've got a ton of different camping chairs. Many of them have been left at our house over the years. Right. How did I so get this twins we've, chair? Right, we've, this. we've been lucky to accrue a few of them, and yeah. uh, some of them I got from beer rep guys. You know, I've got a, a couple of different beer uh-huh. ones, and and uh, having seats. You know what I mean? We always tell people like, you know, look, bring a bring a seat if you can, a camping chair or something if you want to sit down. But we always have plenty to provide. Having seats. Also, another thing uh, very important, similar to seats, having a place for people to put their beverages, um, whether it's tables, whether it's those uh, little steaks that you can buy. Have you seen these at the mm-hmm. store where they, they're they yeah. like a little spiral yeah. and you yeah, can put your beer can in there? And, yep. Yeah, you can stick them in the ground like if you're playing ladder golf or if you're playing uh, cornhole or whatever. Uh, number three on the list of things I've learned, bathrooms. Very important. The first couple of years, Shaw, we didn't have one. Uh, but then we had one porta potty. Now we're up to two porta potties. Uh, even though we have three indoor bathrooms now at our house compared to the one indoor bathroom at our old place, uh, having that outdoor uh, restroom allows people to stop going in my house. First of all, right? uh, eases That's the important. stress on my pipes and my yeah, and my yeah, yeah. and my all that stuff. Uh, but uh, yeah, having a couple of porta potties makes a world of difference, Shaw. A world of difference. Mm, especially when you have that uh, many people and that yeah. many beers. Yeah. Uh, this one is very important, and I learned my lesson on this one uh, early on in the game. I always let people know that kids are not welcome at our house. Uh, I've had a few friends. You had babies there, though? Briefly. Five, ten minutes. But they. I think my friends understand, like, okay, it's funny. Get a picture of Brian with the baby uh-huh. and then get the baby the hell out of here. The baby doesn't belong at the party. We're swimming, we're drinking, we're partying, we're saying curse words, and I don't want your stupid kid around. If you want to have a party with kids, fine, do your thing. But our party is an adult party, and I let people know right up front, this is not a place where kids yeah, are you welcome. You get to set the rules. That's cool. Um, the other thing that I really learned over the years is providing people with something to do. Um, like I well, said. ladder golf. Didn't you have a ladder golf tournament or something? Yeah, so every year we have a ladder golf tournament, and the prize is $100 of my morning show money. Uh, I put up 100 bucks of my own money, and if I win with my teammate, uh, who's been my buddy Tullius over the last couple of years? Uh, then I get to keep my money, and I give fifty bucks of it to my my teammate. But if uh, one of the other teams at the at the backyard barbecue wins, they get a hundred bucks mm-hmm. of my money. Shot a split between the two of them. We also provide live music. We've had a bunch of our friends: Derek Ramnerace, Andy Hughes, Scooter Jibs, Caleb, all those guys playing. We uh, upgraded to karaoke a couple of years ago, which went over really well, but we got to remember to wrap it up at 10 yeah. p.m. Uh, Jello Shot Django. We did that a couple of years. We brought that in, and uh, we've got a few other things, but making sure that your your friends yeah. have something to do. I mean, you know, you got to have music. You got to have food. Sure. You got to have beers, all that stuff, but you got to have stuff to do. You know what I mean? Even if you just put out some cornhole boards and you let people right. play, it doesn't have to be a big organized thing. We tried to do jarts one year. It didn't work out so well. Uh-oh. Uh, just not a lot of room, and those things can be kind of deadly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> next on the list of, of things I've learned over the years, sh- trash cans. Uh, mm. We we make sure now, because we have so many people and so much trash, you got to have a lot of trash cans so you're not trying to empty one trash can all night sure, long. Sure. So we've got several large trash cans. We put lids on them, too, to help a- alleviate the fly problem. <laughs> Flies um, are terrible right now. Yeah, they are. But uh, that that's another tip uh, from me to you. And then... Last but not least, Shaw, um, non-alcoholic beverages. This is one that I've learned over the last few years. Got to have some water and beverages. Well, you know, it was sort of a BYOB for a while. And we, you know, we always provided a keg or, or, you know, bottles of Jameson or whatever. But uh, some of my friends don't drink as much or don't drink at all. And and that's fine. And they're still welcome to come and have a good time. And I'm not going to judge them. But uh, giving them some water, some some soda, some juice, whatever it is they prefer to drink, some options. Uh, is key, I think, in this day and age. But there you go. Some tips from you to me. Summer party tip available on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. And it's brought to you each and every Wednesday here on the Morning Sickness during the months of, uh, of summer.
Thanks for sharing. It was a good. Are text. we going to see you guys, you and you and Madam S, at the summer party, uh, the backyard bash this I, year? I don't know. What is the date? I invited you on Facebook. Oh, sorry. I think I saw that. You were like the first person I invited. Oh, that was sweet of you. Thank you. Come on, man. Yeah. You you just you do me like that right there on the radio <laughs> for people to hear. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. We're going to see you guys, you and you and Madam S at the summer party, uh, the backyard bash this uh, year. I, I don't know. What is the date? I invited you on Facebook. Oh, sorry. I think I saw that. You were like the first person I invited. Oh, that was sweet of you. Thank you. Come on, man. Yeah. You, you just, you do me like that right there on the radio <laughs> for people to hear. You can't do me one solid and say yes. You just can't come up with a yes. I have a, I have a new golfing buddy, by the way. <gasps> My son has taken up the game of golf, and uh, I don't think he just caught the bug. I think he has the virus. He just can't get enough of it. So Which one, Adam? Uh, uh, no, Jack. Jack. He town, so he and I have been out a couple of times <gasps> now, so... Yeah, recently. Yeah. What did I do to deserve this? What well, have I done? He's family. You know what I'm saying? I, I, can't say no I understand that, oh, but man. after you completely turn down my oh, invitation man. to my, my backyard bash, you then throw this <laughs> golfing thing in my face. Dude, like recently, like multiple times. Yeah, we've been out twice now. What did I do? We haven't gone once. I know. And it's been in the '90s. When did you go golfing? Uh, a couple weeks ago. You hid it from me, you little <laughs> dirty rat bastard. What course did you do, Sean? Uh, we played at uh, Drugan's and we played at Cooper. <gasps> Two different golf yeah. courses. I'm trying to teach him the game, you know, which is probably not a good <gasps> idea because I'm not very good Brian. at it. Did you walk it or you have a car? Oh, God, no, we don't walk. Somebody what, do you think we're animals? <laughs> we cavemen? You know, they made carts for right? a reason. There's a place for your beer I, just, I was wondering, because it you was Jack. Who? He runs. Well, I thought true, maybe yeah. he was a walker, and you were a not. We're giving him the full experience right off the bat. So Shaw wouldn't play with his kid if he walked. I can tell you that right now. He'd be like, sorry. Oh, I can't. He can walk if he wants, but no, I'm no. not walking. That's what I'm, but if he said, hey, Dad, let's walk, he'd oh, be like, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, I'm no. not coming. No. Sounds like work. I can't believe this. On a Wednesday. <laughs> I can't believe this. We need to get out there and play some golf, Brent. Oh, this is so not happening. <laughs> Summer's almost over. You guys, you guys haven't even talked about it. I've never wanted to say the F word on the radio more than I want to say it right now. <laughs> never in my life. <sighs> and I like to say the F word, Sean. I know you do. I, every meeting I have with the big daddy know-it-all in his mm-hmm. office, can you just stop with the F words? <laughs> no. No, you really can't. You can understand. You? It's like part of my personality. Oh, it's who I am. Like this you is, throw that switch When you're out there on. on the course, do it's you a, think about Brian? It's a package deal, Sean. <laughs> no, I wasn't get, thinking about You Brian. want me, you get the F words. You know what I mean? Like, I really want to say it right mm-hmm. now. Okay. I want to call right. you an F word. <laughs> And it's not friend, by the way. <laughs> it's not that. Not that F word. No, the other one, Shaw. The one that's it's more not fun. not four, like you say when you play golf. So. Yeah. Have, has he hit Another any? Another golf reference. Wow, right? you are just Has he hit anything like me? Is it, is it wild fun? Yeah, actually, it, we played at Drugan's, and on hole number eight, I think it is, on the left is that big um, metal shed. Yeah. Yeah, he nailed that one nice. off the tee. Well, it's good to see that at least in my stead, someone is picking yes. up, uh, you know, where I left off, Shaw. Dude, did you see that rattlesnake on Drugan's course? No, no but I've heard that they have them out Whoa, there. Oh, man. Picture of it. Mm. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw, giving you the best they've got. No, really.
One of them can have an entire conversation made up of movie quotes. I pity the fool. The other two usually have no clue what the f*** he just said. You like movies about gladiators. You love to party. I'll be back. Wednesday mornings at 8.15. Win Brian's morning show money. They're always after me, lucky charms. By playing, you're killing me, Shaws. You're killing me, Smalls. I want you to be nice. Until it's time not be nice. You're killing me, Shaws. Brought to you by GECU, the friendly credit union. You're killing me, Shaws. Each and every Wednesday here on the Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock, somebody's got a chance to win $10 of my morning show money, courtesy of GECU. Jean has no faith in you, Shaw. She thinks that I'm angry and I'm going to make it impossible for you, but I said that the audio is the same now, as it was at three thirty this morning, before I knew about your golfing buddy, your new your new right. BFF, my my son and I have your been golfing. Yeah, kid mm-hmm. that apparently is taking my place <laughs> as your golfing buddy. But Gene's opinion doesn't matter. It's uh, the uh, opinion of caller fifteen that matters. Who's this? Dan. Dan, are you familiar with how this game is played? Yes, sir. All right, Dan. Do you think Shaw's going to know the movie quote, or is he not going to know the movie quote? I'm going to go with no. Going with no, Dan. So if you're right, you get 10 bucks of my morning show money. Sounds good to me. I think we got a new front runner there for phone call yeah, of the year. Yeah, high quality. Man, no background noise, good quality phone, mm-hmm. solid. Dan's in the in the lead now. Dan's up front with the solid phone call. Uh, Dan also has no faith in you, Shaw. That's okay. So listen closely. Maybe you'll get it. Maybe you won't. If you don't get it, Dan gets $10 of my morning show money. Listen closely, Shaw. Okay. You ready? Yep. You get to drink from the fire hose! It's like the most famous quote from that movie. Everybody knows this one. You get to drink from the fire hose. Want to hear it again? Yeah. You get to drink from the fire hose! Very famous actor. The beginning of his career. It sounded like Michael Richards. Oh, really? Did it? Mm-hmm. All right, listen one more time. You get to drink from the fire hose. Uh. Well, you got the actor right. Yeah, I'll give you that. Do I get points for that? No. Mm. But hey, golfer, 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 come on, Shaw. When are you leaving? <laughs> Shaw. What? When am I leaving? No, no, no Gene. Uh, no, I, Gene's going on vacation, and then we'll be without her, which will be nice. It'll be quiet. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's Michael Richards. Okay, it and is. It is. I okay. Th- think this is that movie with um, Weird Al. Um, UHF. I'm going to UHF. Oh, yes. oh, yeah, yeah. Suck it, Dan. <laughs> suck it, Dan. Take your stupid phone and put it right up. Your rear end. Oh, no, don't do that. It's a good phone. Yeah, 10 bucks of my morning show money staying right where it belongs. <laughs> well, now it's 20 bucks. Now it's 20 bucks for next week. Nice. No money for you, Dan, and your nice phone. Take that nice phone and throw it in the river. <laughs> in the river. UHF, Weird Al Yankovic. Wow. Shaw, how? How? I saw that movie many years ago, and I remember that uh, Michael Richards was in it. I don't remember that scene, but... Victoria Jackson, you've got Michael Richards, David Bowie's in the movie. I don't remember that. David Bowie, excuse me, not Bowie. Okay. Uh, Different David. Uh, I misspoke there. But, uh, yeah, you've got uh, Fran Drescher in the movie, (laughs) Billy Barty, the the legendary... uh, 
Short the, guy? Short guy, I guess. What do you call him now? I don't know. What's, what's Vertically challenged? What's, I don't know. What's PC? Getty Watanabe's in that as Cooney. You took what's in the box. Let's see what's in the box. <laughs> nothing. Absolutely nothing. Stupid. But yeah, Michael Richards had his own show on uh, the UHF mm-hmm. channel. And uh, one of the things was if you found the marble in the in the vat of oatmeal, you got a drink from the fire hose. And that kid got himself a drink, Shaw. Nice. He wasn't thirsty Doesn't anymore. Doesn't sound like a winner, but. Badgers. We don't need no stinking badgers. <laughs> huh? Great movie. On this day in 1989, that movie made its way into theaters. Been a while. There you go. 20 bucks next week. Way to go, Shaw. Look at you. Thank you. Right out of the gray matter. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. And a second Dutch athlete and a staff member have tested positive for COVID-19 at the Tokyo Games. The Uh taekwondo athlete and a rowing team staff member have tested positive and will quarantine for 10 days. A day earlier, a Dutch skateboarder said that she had tested positive and been sent into quarantine. Not looking good, man. No, it is not looking good. Not looking good. The Olympics uh, sort of underway already, Shaw, with... Uh, some playing games. Right. The uh, U.S. women's soccer. soccer team and the softball team started their tournaments. Um, and, uh, of course, the opening ceremony is tomorrow. But uh, I don't know if I've ever been less interested in the Olympics than I am this year. Yeah, I agree. I don't know what it is. I mean, uh, it's normally I, I don't I don't want to say I care, but normally I am interested at least. Yeah, pay attention to it. I don't know if it's because of the COVID thing or, or I think that's obviously part of it. You just sort of are waiting for the inevitable when they're just going to cancel it. It but just seems like that's where it's heading. There's right? no fans. There's nobody there. Mm-hmm. There's, you know what I mean? There there just seems to be no buzz about the entire thing. It seems like they kind of forced the square peg into a round mm-hmm. hole. But some people were polled recently about the Olympics, Shaw, to find out what they're most and least likely to watch. Mm, okay. Of the people in this poll, Americans... Uh, 37% of them said they're very or somewhat interested in the Olympics this year. Everybody else said they're not yeah. very interested or they could not care less. You could put me in that category. I'm in the 63% mm-hmm. that say, eh, I'm not very interested. The people who do like the Olympics and are looking forward to them were then asked to name the events they're most excited for. Want to take a stab at the top five? Well, Summer Olympics, so I would say track and field is going to be in there and Probably swimming as well. Swimming numero uno. Numero uno. Hoo-ah. Swimming number one. 43% of people put it in their top five. Artistic gymnastics at 39%. These are the more athletic ones like the balance beam and the vault. Rhythmic gymnastics are less popular, which is the ribbon one that and Will Ferrell made popular. Of, yeah. yeah, Ribbon dancing. It's still interesting to watch, but only for about tw- 20 seconds. <laughs> right. And then I've seen it all. You know what I right. mean? I'm like, okay. Uh, diving at number three, 36% of people put that in their top five. Yeah, I think it's the it's the hope of an accident, right? <laughs> I mean, it's impressive to watch what they do, but it's so quick. You know what I mean? And they're talking about double gainers and these. And I'm like, dude, he just spun around a bunch of times. <laughs> I have no idea what the hell's going on. But he didn't make much of a splash. So. But he didn't make much of it. And they got these tiny little weird towels. It just, what the hell's with the weird little right? towel? Is Can't it, they get a big towel? I they mean. Don't, they're not allowed to have big towels? What's the deal? Is it just too stressful for the laundry department? <laughs> is that what's going on with the little towel? I mean, I use a little towel like that to clean my Harley. You know right? what I mean? Like a little bug towel to get the bugs off. But, uh. Yeah, diving. I think the 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 threat of of a of an incident, right? A belly flop or maybe hitting the diving board or whatever. That's always a Greg Luganis moment. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you want. 
look, I don't want anybody to bang their head and get a concussion or hurt or, or seriously injured or whatever. But, you know, a belly flop every once in a while would be really funny. Uh, beach volleyball, number four. Of course, we like women in tight, tight uh, booty shorts with mm-hmm. their butt cheeks hanging out. Uh, basketball is fifth on the list of the events that people are excited for. Rest of the top ten, rhythmic gymnastics, boxing, track and field, baseball, and synchronized swimming. I, I'm surprised to see track and field so low. Me too. Normally, we care about that a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, is it, it's usually one of the more well-attended events. Well, there's no superstars. Shikari Richardson's not going to be there, right? And I'm not saying there's not great athletes. I'm just saying, like, we used to have, remember Dan and Dave, and we had, you know, uh, right. and who's the other guy? The guy from Jamaica. Uh, Usain uh, Bolt. Usain Bolt. And, I mean, you know, so I, I couldn't tell you anybody uh, that's running this year. I have no idea. Well, no, not that American woman who got busted yeah, Shikari. I think her name was Shikari. Mm-hmm. Uh, the poll also looked, by the way, at events we don't care about. These are the ones we're least likely to watch. Handball, water polo, which I tell you, man, that is... If That's you, a hell of a sport. It is, and if you see an underwater camera version of that, mm-hmm. where you see what's going on under the water, right. where the, I mean, the feet and the legs and the hands and everything's and they're pulling each other under the... That's impressive. Yeah, they're incredible athletes. Uh, field hockey, judo, ping pong. Ping pong. No, I couldn't watch that, I don't think. It was a little white lie. Mama said we did not tell <laughs> nobody about it. Uh, sailing. Does anybody watch sailing, sailing in the Olympics? Do they even put that on television? I don't, it, well, NBC's got 80 different channels, so they've got coverage everywhere. Rugby, which is a hell of a sport, by the way. Mm-hmm. The pentathlon, canoeing, and badminton. I don't know, dude. Some of those canoe things, you ever seen those kayak ones? Yeah, where they yeah, go? Yeah. That is wild stuff, man. It's not a real river. They make a fake river, right. and they put them in this thing, and it's buck wild, dude. And I'm definitely not watching anybody play with their shuttlecock. No. But there you go. Some Olympic stuff here on the morning sickness. On Sounds about right. On the rock. Yeah, I, I'll check in. I, the big stuff that might be on prime time. My wife's really into the swimming and diving, so I'm sure I'll catch some of that as a, you know, sort of a, you know, radius, you know, type in, mm-hmm. incident. But uh, I'm not going to sit down and watch, like, coverage of the Olympics. I just couldn't care. Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right... You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Best bobs in history. <clears throat> Metalfloss.com website. Took a look at uh, all the bobs in history. And uh, kind of a bummer. What about Bob didn't show up on this? <laughs> uh, number 10 on the list, the Bob haircut. Okay. That was popular Which decades was ago. apparently scandalous way back in the early 1900s. Right. Yeah, at first, but... Uh, Apparently, it, uh, it it gained traction, and people didn't think it was so scandalous after a while. The Bob haircut, uh, Bobby Brown, not the not the musical guy, the yeah. uh, the makeup artist and creator of Bobby Brown Cosmetics. Okay, I have no idea who that is. Me either. Uh, that's number nine. Number eight on the list of the uh, best Bobs in history, according to MetalFloss.com, Bob Hoover, aviation legend, World War II fighter pilot, spent more than a year in a German prisoner of war uh, uh, prisoner of war camp uh, before he escaped. I don't know, eight seems awfully low, if you ask me, for a guy that's done that much in his life. Bob Mackey, one of the best fashion designers of all time. few celebrities that he dressed include Whitney Houston, Elton John, Cher, and Lucille Ball. So that guy gets better billing than Bob right? Hoover. Yeah, not buying that. Uh, number six on the list of the best Bobs in history. <laughs> Bobby McFerrin, the guy's a one-hit wonder. <laughs> yeah. Super talented. Sure. But he's a one-hit wonder. That guy does not get top billing over Bob Hoover. The prisoner of war. I'm sorry. I'm putting the, the POW way yeah. ahead of Bobby McFerrin. Come on now, buddy. Uh, Bobby McFerrin, number six on the list of the best Bobs of all time. Bob Woodward, 
Yeah, I'm the, the uh, writer. At uh, number five, Washington Post journalist <laughs> broke the Nixon Watergate scandal. Is that all he did? No, he's still an active journalist today. Okay, one hit wonder again with the Nixon. No, thing. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> He's at number five on the list. Bob Dylan, your buddy. There we go. Here comes the story of Eric. Getting into the big bobs now. The man the authorities came to play. Bob Dylan, number four, considered to be one of the greatest songwriters of all time. Very prolific, even though his voice is <laughs> difficult to handle. Mm-hmm. Bob Dylan at number four. Ain't gonna die the hurricane. <laughs> Bob Dylan. Freewheeling Bob Dylan. At number four. Number three, you want to take a top top three? We're into the big stuff now. Uh, we got to figure Bob Hope is on here somewhere. Not in the top ten. Really? Yeah. Okay, that's Metalfloss.com apparently doesn't know what the hell they're talking about. Bob Hope not even in the top ten, huh. let alone the top three. Yeah, should, should certainly. You think all those USO shows that Absolutely. he did. Uh, beyond his you know other career where he, you know, very talented guy, but, I mean, all the charity stuff he did. Mm-hmm. No, number three, you want to take another stab at it here, Shaw? Best bobs of all time, according to MetalFloss.com. I'm running out of bobs here. Touching the canvas. Use uh, just the corner of the brush, just the corner, and begin pushing, making the bristles bend slightly downward. See there? Look at that. Isn't that a nice little tree? Nice little tree. <laughs> Happy, Happy little, little trees. <laughs> Bob Ross. Okay. The Joy of Painting on PBS, of course, was his show for a long, long time, and had that big fro. Right. But he's number three on the list. You want to take a stab at number two? Come on I, now. I'm, I, I'm sure I should be thinking of someone, but it's not coming to my mind. The price is wrong, oh. bitch. <laughs> Bob Barker reminding you, help Come control on. the pet population. Have your pets pay their neuters. Good night, everybody. I still don't. I, I'm with yeah. you on the Bob Hope thing. Right? I, I mean, again, this is not our list. Mentalfloss.com with a list of the 20 greatest uh, Bobs in history. Bob Marley. Oh. At number one. Okay. His 1984 legend album, best-selling reggae album of all time. If you want to check out the rest of the top 20, you can go to metalfloss.com. But the best Bobs of all time. Number one, Bob Marley and the Whalers. Yeah, he should be on the list. Yeah. Old pirates, yes. You got to put Bob Hope in the top 10. I, yeah, me. That's what I'm thinking. Ahead of Bob Mackey, <laughs> the dress guy. Bobby McFerrin. Or Bob Woodward. Or Bobby McFerrin. Those three could all just mm-hmm. get off the damn list. Best Bobs of all time. Didn't even didn't even didn't even get Bill Murray on there. What about Bob? What about Bob? Don't hassle me, I'm a local. <laughs> <laughs> not awesome, not great. The best is yet to come. But better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. It's Friday. The weekend's here, and you're looking for something to do. Check out three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Three, of course, is one more than two. See more on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com or on the free 957therock app. It's the it is the weekend, Scott Robert Shaw, and there's lots of stuff going on. That's good. Your boy is actually going to be spending some time outside. Yeah, what's up? Well, there's stuff going on. I got stuff to do. Cool. It's busy, 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 but I don't normally go outside in this kind of weather, Shaw. This is not my jam. 90s. Bring the sunscreen. Yeah, uh, I I almost want to be the umbrella guy. You know what I mean? Like, bring my own umbrella to stay out of the mm-hmm. sun. But At least then a hat. I, oh, so damn hot. I got a couple of rock stops uh, this weekend, including today's at uh, the Sports Nut on the Northside Korean Night. Ooh, yeah. Good stuff there. Get twisted with Twisted Tea at the Sports Nut this afternoon from 4 until 535 and enjoy some 
Friday fish or maybe the Korean special. Uh, I think that's what I'm going with. But if you're looking for something to do this weekend, here's some other suggestions, right? Pearl Street Brewery tonight's Armchair Boogie. Live music at the PSB. Doors open at 7. Music starts at 8. 21-plus show. You can get your tickets in advance for only 12 bucks or $15 at the door. Live tunes tonight featuring Armchair Boogie at the Pearl Street Brewery. Of course, they've got beers there as well. Of course. Uh, Saturday morning, I'm going to be up and early at Rod's Ride on Power Sports, hanging out, getting ready for the Thunder Ride, 19th annual Chad Erickson Memorial Thunder Ride. Now, it starts uh, at about 8 o'clock in the morning with registration at Rod's Ride on Power Sports on the south side of town. They'll have uh, some nice uh, words uh, being said by Gary Rudy, as far as I know, unless he's not participating this year. And then I I, mean, I apologize, but <laughs> he's been there every year, and he's always said some really nice words, and I uh, look forward to hearing what he has to say. And then, of course, the ride leaves uh, at about 1030, and then the post-ride party will be at Timmer's 10-Mile Pub. They're going to have food. They're going to have drinks. They're going to have prizes and a live auction. And we were told by the gals at Rod's Ride on Power yeah. Sports that they've got a really, really unique surprise item for the live auction. Fun. And they wouldn't give me a hint, by really? the way. Yeah, when we talked to them earlier this week, no hints. So I have no idea what that means. Guess you got to go to find out. Now, if you're looking for some live music tomorrow night, you can get to the Houston Hoedown and check out the Weathered Pigs and their special guests, Hillbilly Rocket Ship. Now, that's tomorrow night, Saturday night at Houston Hoedown Days. There's obviously a ton of other stuff happening there at Houston Hoedown Days. Music, by the way, tomorrow night starts at 9 o'clock. And you definitely don't want to miss the Weathered Pigs. And then on Sunday, you can join me on the party deck as the loggers start at 5.05 to take on the Eau Claire Express. They were off for the last, I don't know, week or so for the uh, All-Star break mm-hmm. in the Northwoods League. And they just got back to action, I think, last night. But uh, they're going to be at the Lumberyard this weekend. And first pitch is at 5.05 for the game against the Eau Claire Express. It's also River City Youth Hockey Night at the Logger Field. If you go on the website, lacrosseloggers.com, and you use the promo code FLAMES, F-L-A-M-E-S, when you buy your tickets, uh, you can get a ticket and a hat for only $12, and they will earn 6 bucks on each of those tickets uh, sold uh, to pay for equipment and bus travel and all that other stuff. But there you go. Three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. As always, there's a ton of other events happening, many of them online at aroundrivercity.com. And if you're looking to have your event posted on the website, you can post it for free. Right now at AroundRiverCity.com. Three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. You can see my list of things going on by going to the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com, Shaw. Just go right to the website. Mm-hmm. Missed it. Download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. At 957therock.com and the 957therock app.